Welcome to Two Crones in a Book, where your host Shell and Annette will give you honest, in-depth book reviews and share book-themed rambles that may or may not on occasions take a dark and twisty, if not utterly bizarre turn. Reviews start with light spoilers, if you want to know if the books are any good. And then we head to the spoiler floor! Where we give a blow-by-blow breakdown for any of you cheeky chappies who want to sound like you've read the book, but just don't have the time to read it. Or those of you that did read it and thought, what the fuck? Either way, be warned, every episode will contain spoilers and language that some listeners may find offensive thus the explicit rating so consider yourself thoroughly fucking warned (laughs) now take a seat buckle up buttercup it's time to begin okay hello everyone and welcome to another episode of two crones in a book with your host annette and, and, Shell. and Shell down in the south. We've got a ramble episode for you today. Today we are going to talk about some of our favourite book covers. Now the, uh, now being like the nerds you are, I, mean, I hope you are that are listening to this because we only love nerds. Yeah. This is a big like, ooh, episode for us and I'm sure it will be for you as well. If you have any that you want to share please, please go on to our Facebook page or our Twitter or Instagram and let us know. Tag us in some pickies. But first, I think we're going to start with you, Michelle, my darling. Tell me some of your uh, favourite book covers. That's just mean. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know, I really struggled with this. um, And I started to think, because I I love books, and I started thinking, well, what's the coolest of the cool? Yeah. You know, what are the ones that you thought, ooh, and I went in a totally different direction than I thought I would. Okay. Oh, are you ready? So I've narrowed it down. I've got a few. Are you ready? Embraced. I am. I'm embraced. I'm, I'm holding my breasts as we speak. <laughs> embraced. <laughs> um, and I, I'm going to give you some ones that I like that are really old. Yes. Um, and the ones that if you were trying to describe to someone, you would struggle to describe. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then I'm going to finish off on two newer ones that I just thought were really cool. Awesome. So, um, the first one, and I'm just going to drop this into our chat, and it hopefully so you can see. Yeah, we're going to share all these book covers, by the way, on the Instagram and the Facebook for anyone who wants to see them. So I've just sent you through uh, Metropolis by Thea von Harbo. Oh, hang on, let me. Harbo. Let's have a look. So it's the lady who was married to Fritz Lang, who did the silent version of Metropolis. And she screen wrote that for him, but also did the an accompanying novel on the side in its own right. And it was pretty fucking cool. Yeah. For various reasons. It included a lot more stuff in it than was in the film, because originally the film was like 150 minutes, I want to say, and they cut it down to 90, and then it got shocking reviews. Um, and this, I've just sent you, I don't know if you can see yes. it, this is a recent to 2013 release I think and I just love it so it's that old style metropolis font on the front yeah with that wonderful blue hazy tone Maria that's beautiful um it's almost like a poster isn't it, it? is it very it reminds you of something very um uh pre-war doesn't it it is very much in yeah. that style still the very 20s and I love it. And you know, I love Maria anyway. Yeah, so there was that one, mm-hmm. which I really, really liked. And then I, I went down memory lane and I went to my favourite childhood book. Oh. And I know that you're going to think that it's Narnia. No. But it isn't. It isn't Narnia. <laughs> no. It, 
It is Oscar Wilde's The Happy Prince and Other Tales. <gasps> I love that short story book. Yeah, and I remember, I don't have it, but I remember when I was a kid, I think it may have been what would have been a great uncle had it on his bookshelf <gasps> and it was this copy and I've searched oh. the internet for about an hour to find the copy that, you know, when you've got something in your head and everything you see, you keep thinking, it's not that one, it's not that one. Yeah. Well, I found it. Oh, man. That's beautiful. It's, I just love, now I'm older, at the time I didn't know what it was, but now it's just, I mean, that is just a beautiful stunning drag queen, isn't <laughs> it? Standing, painted in gold on top of a, a coliseum. She is fierce. <laughs> yeah, she's absolutely stunningly beautiful. Yep. Um, and that's kind of, now you're older, you see it in a different way, don't you? But when I, when I was younger, I just, I don't know why I liked it, but I loved it. I loved little birdie sitting on his chest and, and it's, it is one of my favourite, favourite stories. I've tried making my nieces read it um, and they said they didn't want to read it anymore uh, because it was too sad. It really and, is. Yeah. And why did I tell them that story of the poor little birdie? Um, yeah, no, I uh, <laughs> I used to read Head and uh, The Nightingale and the Rose. Yeah, we are twisted fucking bastards, aren't yeah. we? And was, is there one about a, a, a rocket as well? I, I've mm. tried to make that the bonfire night, for those who don't know. <laughs> it's kind of like 4th of July, you know, big fireworks displays, but I tried to make that a yep. thing, and it was like, yeah, no, Mum, <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's, uh, the Happy Prince is, is the one out of those short stories that's for me, and I, if anybody who's listening hasn't read them... Oh. I think you can get it free online if you dig about because it, it, yeah. it's so old now. But it, it's it, when I was little, it made me want to be brave and it made me want to be kind. But it, uh, we will warn you in advance, it is heartbreaking. Yeah, don't don't think that this is like when we've said it was. Although it was released for children and publicised for children and brought for children, this is by no means the fucking Gruffalo. This is not the hungry yeah. caterpillar. You know? No, wasn't it like this was Oscar Wilde's way of trying to prepare his children for what the world was like through these stories. It, yeah, and it was it was fucking it was brutal. But when I remember when I was little I wanted to, to be to be brave and to be kind. Oh. Didn't quite work out that way, but girls got a dream, right? Yeah. Oh, oh, no, more getting nostalgic. Nightingale on the Rose is one of my favourite stories of all times from that collection as well. My God. I'll have to go back to it. But the, the version that I've just shared with Annette, um, if anyone is wondering, is I think it was the 1940s from what I've managed to, to track down. It was a hardcover at the time. And on the front, you've got a picture of the, the Happy Prince, which was basically a, a golden statue and absolutely fabulous. I would, I would love to see this on RuPaul's Drag Race or something like that if someone could pull that off that'd be amazing that would be astonishing also we'll, we'll note as well it's got the illustrator's name on the front is Everett Shin that's S-H-I-N-N oh my god how did you even spot that I didn't even look at that I was just like yeah baby it's Oscar Wilde <laughs> um, and then I thought to myself what what's the freakiest book cover you've ever seen okay well I know you don't like sci-fi, so you might not have come across this, but it's Nightfall One by um, Isaac. I can never say his name. Asavo. Asimov. Whoa! Uh, Sorry, the picture's <laughs> just come up. <laughs> um, and it's it's the 1974 book cover, and it kind of hurts your eyes. So it's a picture of a face. Yeah. 
that's made up with farmland stuff is all I it's can like say. It's like agriculture, isn't it, kind of? Yeah. Yeah, and it was it was pretty fucking disturbing. I saw this quite young, I think, in the library, oh my God. and it freaked me the fuck out. <laughs> um, <laughs> so there, there, there was that one. It's a good book too, if you like sci-fi. I know Annette does. <laughs> Um, too much, too much potential for maps. She, she's not saying no. <laughs> <laughs> but ironically, the two that I want to finish with are, are modern. I just thought were so visually pleasing. Now, the first one is a book I tried to get you to read, um, and I know it's in your list. It's called The Grand Hotel by Scott Keenmore. Kenmore. Okay. Uh, it's free on Audible in the UK if anybody's interested at the moment. And I would recommend the Audible version because um, the guy who reads it's just he's got a level of sarcasm in his voice that's just absolutely perfect. <laughs> um, and this should be with you now. It's this beautiful Ooh. nighttime picture of uh, a, a, a manor house, really posh house, mm. and you've got moody moonlight and bats and then you've got this neon font which Annette will tell you I'm obsessed with <laughs> at the moment yeah. <laughs> and that was a really good book and I just like that because that's proper it's modern but it's old school mm. um, and then my favorite and it's so much my favorite that I did consider having something like it as a tattoo oh uh, and it's called The Trees. It's horror. It's called The Trees. Uh, and it's by Ali Shaw. And it's British. And it's got this picture on the front um, of a fox. But the fox is made up of leaves. Oh, yeah. Um, and the, the colours, it's all autumn colours on a black background. Kind of like a, I don't know, Mandela colouring in book, I think. Yeah, you yeah, definitely. Link it to. Um, and this is a really good book as well if you want Dark and Twisted. If you like things like Day of the Triffids and stuff like that, <laughs> um, this this is a, a very, very good book. Um, so tagline on this is, does for trees what Hitchcock did for birds. Oh, quite, yeah. the, quite a grand statement. Yeah, it, it's um, Tarantino meets Middle Earth is another tagline for it. It was either Irish or British, I can't remember, but it was really good. Yeah. Um, and they are mine. What do you think out of those? What would your fave be out of my selection? I mean, it's it's got it's got to be uh, the the prince, isn't it? The prince himself, uh, ready for the drag race. Yeah, it's awesome, <laughs> isn't it? And now I've said that, you're never going to unsee no. it. No, no, it's really <laughs> it's really pretty. It's so detailed, and I mean, yeah, they've all got great detail, but that was just kind of it gave you that sense of nostalgia for sure. Those kind of books yeah. that you would happen upon that were for children that had been left over from someone down the line. Yeah. yeah, it's like a nice fine book, like, ooh, that you were potentially not really meant to read, but you read it anyway. And it's, yeah, no, it's beautiful. Cool. Well, that's my selection. So it's a little bit boring. It's quite hard, actually. I didn't realise how hard the podcast would be without the visuals. So if anybody hasn't at the moment, you might want to pause and have a look at the um, image that we'll throw up onto the Facebook page before you watch this. And we'll, we'll put a warning in the credits, I think, as well. Yeah, definitely. We'll uh, link it back around to the Facebook and the Instagram. But see, for me, I want to go to the Grand Hotel. If that was on the front of a brochure, you guys have got to look at it. It's this gorgeous, creepy, Adams family-ish looking house. 
bathed in, in moonlight with these, these bats floating above across the moon. And I just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's really nice. It is really smart. Um, I did have some others. So there's some version of, I, I won't bore you with them now, but there were some versions of uh, Wuthering Heights, one of my faves as well. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I just, they were the ones that sprang to mind. I struggled with this quite a bit because a lot of books that you go with um, are also linked to feel, aren't they? Yeah, definitely. I think there's a lot of nostalgia. There's feel, like you said as well, there's, there's the, the 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 feel of the thing as well. Maybe even like the smell even for some people, if we're going to be honest. Yeah, of course. I just went to a book fair. Well, it was a book sale um, in a church and they do it every year. <laughs> <laughs> and on, and there, I left with like three boxes of, of books and they're proper. Look, I'm going to geek out on you now. And I know that this isn't your cup of tea, but you're going to pretend to care. Okay. okay. Um, so it was all like that. No, now see, now I'm a sucker for a spine when it's like that, like an old fashioned one. These are like someone's original print collection. Oh, nice. Yeah. No, I do like that. No, don't get me wrong. I do, I do. Oh, I just made the mistake of opening it. I need to put it away before I start reading it. No, stop it. it. That was a... <laughs> Yeah, that was The Woman in White by Wilkie Collins <gasps> I just picked up. I have that book. So good. It's so good. Mine doesn't look nearly as cool as yours, but yeah, I have that book too. <laughs> but no, it was literally the guys were going like, it's a five or a box. Oh my. I was like, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> and I had my mum and Molly with me, my niece with me. And it was like, here, each of you take a box. And in the end, they were standing in a corner with, with like three boxes. And I was just randomly walking around throwing stuff in, their, in the boxes. But I digress. Now I want, to, I want to see yours, darling. Show me yours. Call me psychic, but I think I know how you're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> will be some harder episode on this girl right <laughs> yeah I, unless you look behind me if i don't even have pictures no, there's on my nothing walls. Like, why are you even keeping all these <laughs> i'm really really good at packing wow and organizing i maximize my storage space <laughs> but no look if you look behind me look, i haven't even got pictures on the wall people come in, into my house and say to me that it looks like a, a doctor's surgery whereas i look like i live in the bloody thrift shop <laughs> <laughs> It's a very cool T-shirt hanging behind you, by the way. Oh, thank you. That that yes, my sh- my Snoopy one. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, it's gonna be one of those episodes. Sorry, chat. Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, let's get back to the matter at hand. So uh, my first ones I'm going for again. It's back to childhood. Yeah. And these now i i get confused which one of these it was initially that i saw because we used to have like it was the early 80s we had this sort of like one of those horrible circular coffee tables that had a a, a big glass bit in the middle mm-hmm. and you can see right down onto like a lower shelf and that's where I used to collect dust collect dust um and that's where like my mum would have like pictures like there was a photo frame of a family member and then there was a couple of books and one of them was Archives of Evil, which was a collection of short stories with a foreword by Christopher Lee. Ooh. So when I would look down through this table, this is what would be staring back at me. Oh, I like it. And I'm not doing it as fast. She's sharing it properly, like, you know, over the... <laughs> I'm just like, I took a picture on my phone of her book. <laughs> Oh, no, I like it. But so it's either that 
Or... That's his eye, isn't it? Yeah. So it's like that's like taken from him as being Dracula. Mm. Or it was, or it was this one. It's a big because we're talking a very long time ago. Yeah, I do prefer the first. Yeah, one. Yeah, I prefer the first one. And but I think I get confused because there was also a Hammer Horror book which had that image of him with the blood red eyes. Yep. And it used to scare the crap out of me. <laughs> I can't believe she had such creepy books. You know, she, she even had a Hammer Horror vinyl. That's very cool. I, mate. I know. It's just a shame we don't still have it. But uh, yeah, it and I for years I was too scared to read it just because of that image. But I did yeah. eventually hunt down a copy, and I do have it now. Awesome. Yeah. So I still haven't made time to it. Again, it's on the to be read pile, which seems to be growing. It does. But one <laughs> I definitely did read, and this was one of my um, this is one of my sister's books. It was so well worn between the two of us. Yes. That that the pages were falling out. <laughs> we we read this book so much and it was this particular cover that it just caught you you know like a magpie it caught my eye because it was bright mm. silver but obviously you can't see it so well in this but it is there we go oh the, yeah the classic amityville horror yeah <laughs> i was obsessed with that color it's, i'd never seen a metallic looking book before yeah no that's very very cool it was so awesome and then they do you still have it um i think it's down at my dad's but it's literally you open it and pages are falling out of that thing (laughs) then like that i want to get this one as well the sequel see you know i think i think you need to put them on your hunt down (laughs) list i think we've established that you you like to to have a a goal i think you should put those on your hunt down list Oh, definitely but yeah it was just because they're just so pretty because the the amityville 2 horror one matches the first one it's like it's just so pretty i love it i love it (laughs) good choices so far all horror okay let's see what have we got next oh yeah (laughs) now this one is not so much what that that (laughs) come on they're not great books it was a series of books um but they were so iconic mm-hmm. um, in the 80s when we were kids that that you instantly, when you saw the font, yes, you knew what this was going to be. Yep. And they're not great books, but it's yeah. the covers we're talking about. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Here we go. VC and... They were fucking great books. <laughs> <laughs> If you're into incest, you weirdo. <laughs> no, they were amazing. And do you know what's ironic? I'm just going to pause you for a moment and I'm just going to take you around and turn you upside down and show you what my extra monitor is on. <laughs> that was <amazing. laughs> I love it. So I've actually got my um, second screen is sitting on that complete collection (laughs) that's insane so for those of you who aren't aware of the vc andrews books um why are you here Uh, (laughs) oh they've got to be aware you have to know even if you haven't read them you've got to be aware but it it what it is it follows the story of the uh is it dollinger dollinger yeah yeah, something like uh, that um siblings whose father dies their mother takes them back to the family home where they are kept in an attic by their evil grandma and they develop an incestuous relationship but that's not all that no no it's not just about that but then it's all like and then you find out that their their mum and dad 
we're related as well. So it's all about bonking yeah. your relatives. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it is. No, they are really good. I mean, it went on for, what was it, five books and the prequel. Yeah, it, it was it was epic, but it was absolutely amazing. And do you know what's really exciting about you bringing them up is I was reading an article earlier. And guess who is making a prequel miniseries? Oh, um, of... oh is it? <laughs> it's my TV wife, Kate Mulgrew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. Um, it's Flowers in the Attic, the origin she's doing. Um, I don't think I've seen any um, images, but yeah, no, that's that's. So is that, is that but... um, meant to be like Gardener Shadows or is it brand new? It's brand new. It's a, a pre... Pre-prequel. Yeah, pre prequel, um, I believe. Um, but yeah, and I'm I'm excited about it. Although she she looks like she's playing the part rather well. Again, I'm going to send you an image. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, this was if you were a teenage girl of the eighties or nineties, you read this series. And they were creepy. They were there was they were some there was something about them, wasn't there? Yeah, I mean that's if you think about it, it's it's kind of like our um our generation's version of the the woman in the attic, isn't it? You know the all, all of those horrors, the turn of the screw and oh, yeah. North Anger North Amber I can't say it now. <laughs> North Hanger Abbey. <laughs> but yeah, no, exciting. Cool. Yeah, the good choice. Good um, choice. So yes, that's that's an epic. I mean, just look at the the covers alone were just so epic. You had this this beautiful font that was just pure. How they don't call it Andrew's font, I don't know. <laughs> they should, shouldn't they? they should. And there was always um, an image of like a girl or a girl and a boy. This very like uh, portrait style picture in this very kind of not natural thing like like in inside of a flower or inside of a what's meant to be a window in an attic but you know they didn't quite fit but they always stood out at you didn't they it was quite a deceptive cover really wasn't it yeah you know like it didn't quite you knew it was one of those covers that you looked at and thought something's not quite right yeah but you didn't know you it didn't prepare you for what it was it was was always very bold colors as well it was always reds and blacks and greens i think yeah. until until if i remember correctly gardener shadows i'm not sure if that was the different one or i could be thinking of a different because she obviously did other books as well so but she never did standalones did she they were always series yeah always a, a series uh, and i think if you read into her history as well it's it's interesting <laughs> yeah yeah it's quite heavily she had quite a lot of transference i think into some of her books not necessarily for the incestuous level but the captive level but uh yeah i mean her i mean a book on her alone would, would be an equal to flowers in the attic on the like i need to read more yeah definitely because you, definitely. You, you you can't believe it's real to be honest <laughs> but it is <laughs> it is um i'm also gonna say a modern one i'm going to a modern yep. one now well modern-ish is my i mean i've talked about this guy endless times because he is my absolute hero but it's got to be the first book I bought in a long time where it was like, I am buying this just for the cover. I don't care Ooh, if this is any good. Risky. <laughs> and I just, I'd never heard of the author before. And it was just like, no, I'm good. I have to do it. And it is My Best Friend's Exorcism by Grady Hendrix. 
That is a very cool cover. It's it's got that whole VHS or cassette vibe, hasn't it? It is. Yeah? It's that. It's got that battered old VHS copy look about it. Yeah, like you know that you brought for two quid down the pub. Yeah, it's like, and it's got like the stickers, like X rental sticker and all that in the corner. Yeah. Oh, and then I read the book and it was like, oh, it was worth it. It was so worth it. <laughs> your your gamble paid off. It was, and I only put that above Horror Store, which again beautiful book done in the style of an oh, ikea catalog <laughs> yeah yeah when you, you sent that through to me and said to me let's do this one and it popped in the post horror store this is and i, I looked at it and i was a little bit like i'm not sure about her choice here <laughs> but i'm not as soon as i started i was just like no this is amazing absolutely hooked it's true when you i mean when you look at it you think oh this could be some style over substance those first few books that's what i thought yeah, yeah. Not at all. He completely backs it up a hundred percent. I would love to go to IKEA and leave copies of it randomly <gasps> on the coffee tables. Oh my god, slide it in with the catalogs. <laughs> yeah, you know, just randomly dot it around. Yes. Like the coffee table in the lounge area. <laughs> leave it in a kitchen drawer, display kitchen drawer. That'd be amazing. That'd be so good. And again, there's probably partially inspired this episode. Grady Hendrix did release a book as well called Paperbacks from Hell, which I've shown Michelle before. Yeah, and you sent me a lovely copy for Christmas, which I was very grateful. And there is just absolute oodles, oodles in there of fabulousness. I mean, it's just beautiful. Just like as a coffee table book or what have you. Just mm. every so often, just like, ooh, get, get your fill of some gorgeous covers. The annoying thing is, though, after you've looked through it, it's like you're instantly on World of Books or eBay or... Yeah! Like, I can't yeah. find them anywhere! <laughs> I wonder where he sourced them from. I mean, I would assume it's a lot from, like, collectors and his own collection, I would have thought. I'm jealous! I'm so jealous. Because, as well, you got to think there's a lot of those that wouldn't have come from, like, Canada or the US that would never have made it over. Yes. I mean, you can yeah. see the variations in that book and some of the covers compared to the ones that we had in the UK of the same books. Yeah. I just am reaching because I, I was naughty recently. You saying this. I hope you don't mind me interrupting. I was naughty recently. <laughs> um, and look, look what. <gasps> oh, my God, that's so pretty. Uh, so the, the curse. It's so old. Look, the curse. You know it's old because it says on the back 95p. <laughs> um. Oh, yes, that reminds me of a lot of ones I've seen back in the day. And the finale in it, are you ready? Yeah, go on. Oh, God. <gasps> oh, it's Night of the Living Dead! <laughs> yeah, the paperback of Night of the Living Dead. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, look at it. I didn't realise that in front. inside it. It's got written, 83 Summer Holiday, John Menzies, Fort William. Oh, I love that. Oh, that is so cute. I'll have to put that up as well. I hate people who write in books. Um... <laughs> to be nice, I used to hate that when my mum used to write my name on books and records. Oh, everybody did it on records so they didn't go missing at the parties, yeah. didn't it? <laughs> don't do that! <laughs> yeah, you knew even then. But I tell you what, what neither of us have mentioned, by the way, on gorgeous covers, can we just have a moment for mm-hmm. point horror? Oh, I love when I've got loads of them here. I know. You started me on a dangerous path because I wasn't, I, they were long gone out of my system. And then you're like, oh, but look, you could go on this thing and they do big piles of them, Annette. Join me, join me. Yes. Obsessed. Talk about hitting us at the right age at the right time. 
Oh, they were brilliant. And yeah, they, I mean, they. A, I would love to see a giant poster just of all the covers. Don't even. Oh, so nice. Wouldn't that be amazing? I know. I mean, for a while there, um, there, there is an um, nost- kind of like a, a, a online nostalgia uh, store called uh, Truffle Shuffle. Yes. And they did a series of the book covers on T-shirts. I just could not afford to. <gasps> Nobody told me. <laughs> yes. I got I got the babysitter. <laughs> but then I got fat. And I can't, <laughs> I can't wear it no more. <laughs> oh, my God. You never told me. I thought I did tell you. I hate. Do you know, sometimes I think you're just mean. <laughs> Well, I don't think they've got any left. They might have some. They might have a couple left in sale, but I don't think so. It was a. It was a while, long while ago. Yeah, yeah. No, don't because what I'm really good about is I missed out. They had a tote bag. Yeah. And it had the book spines on it, and it's like, oh, yeah, I know. Oh no. And I couldn't get that it. That sounds amazing. I'm depressed. I now. made her say, I'm sorry. You're so fucking mad. <laughs> well, this is taking a turn. <laughs> I didn't expect you to go down this thing. Well, I'm on the website and all I've got left is Teacher's Pet. There you go. Well, Lou. <laughs> no. It's in, a size, it's in a size small. So unless I want to wear it as an ankle warmer. <laughs> you can get a teddy bear, put it on the teddy bear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm liking this website, though. Oh, no, don't. Don't do it. What have I done? Don't go down this route. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys, be back soon. You'll be poor. <laughs> so poor. Hey, poor. Right, I think what we else need have to... you got? Oh, no, I think I'm done. I think that's it for now. Do we need to do any more? My goodness. <laughs> no, I think we've done enough. And I've just found labyrinth worm socks. <laughs> oh, God, what have I done? What have I created? <laughs> I'm getting just get this message sent to me in the middle of the night. You monster. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we did too bad. That was quite hard. I think we should, yeah, we definitely put a warning, I think, at the beginning that um, people should probably have a look. We'll, we'll do a little poster or something that you can throw up on the day that the, the podcast goes live. Yeah. If you're game. Yeah. But yeah. Wow, we really did come at that from different angles, didn't we? <laughs> I like it. Yeah, that's good. We get, get a good bit of coverage. 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 Right, well, what are we doing next, Annette? Next we're doing... What's our next book? Uh, yeah, it'll be a review, won't it? Uh, so our next review, folks... Totally unprepared. Da, da, da. There we So what are we doing next, Annette? <laughs> <laughs> so cash. So cash. So cash. Um, I think we've got a review next, and uh, it's something I'm definitely looking forward to. Me too, me too, me too. It is The Watchers. Yes, by A.M. Shine. Yes, a, a Galway boy. A Galway boy. And it's a debut novel. It is. Um, He's Irish and it's in an Irish setting, so we're kind of already won over, aren't we? Yeah, that, I mean, that's already a thumbs up. Uh, if you are yeah. going on the Audible, this is fairly brand new on there. Ooh. Yeah. Is it read? Is it read by an Irish narrator? It is a beautiful a woman with a beautiful Irish lit. It's so nice. Mm. I would have been really disappointing if it wasn't. <laughs> so you know, York. someone somewhere must have gone. Hey, yeah, do you know what I mean? A South on. London accent going all right. <laughs> all right, darling. Golden <laughs> 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 Cognac. 
that'll make sense if you read yeah, it. It'll come, um, yeah, it'll link around. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, I mean, the synopsis. Would you like the synopsis next? Yes, please. Okay. Uh, you can't see them, but they can see you. This forest isn't charted on any map. Every car breaks down at its tree line. Mina's is no different. Left stranded, she is forced into the dark woodland, only to find a woman shouting, urging Mina to run to a concrete bunker. As the door slams behind her, the building is besieged by screams. Mina finds herself in a room with a wall of glass and an electric light that activates at nightfall, when the watchers come above ground. These creatures emerge to observe their captive humans and terrible things happen to anyone who doesn't reach the bunker in time. Afraid and trapped amongst strangers, Mina is desperate for answers. Who are the Watchers and why are these creatures keeping them imprisoned, keen to watch their every move? Um, it was, Audible was released on the 13th of May, 22. Yep, so um, we're recording now uh, 31st of May uh, when we're recording this. So yeah, that's how recent it's been out. <laughs> Paperback is... 336 pages. Uh, audio book clocks in a, a lovely, comfortable nine hours, uh, 27. That's usually a good, you know, that's a nice, easy listen, that amount. It, it sounds so much, but it's not really in the grand scheme of things. No, and three, I mean, I always do it in, in context of, for me, it's pages, and 336 really isn't a big book. I mean, we've done Beaker, haven't we? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, um, but we're quite excited about that one. Definitely. So we'll see you next time once we've read it. Go read it. Join us. See what you Go, think. Do it. Do it. Do it now. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> or alternatively, if you don't want to read it, but you want to be able to pretend that you've read it, just come and listen to the next episode. Go on. Listen. 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 <laughs> do it. <laughs> With that, my lovelies, we will love and see see you next time. All right, guys. Take care. Thank you for listening to another episode of Two Crones and a Book. If you want to follow the show on social media for extra content, you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube and Facebook at Two Crones and a Book. And on Twitter, we are at Two Crones Pod. Or if you'd like to cut in contact with the show, you can email us at twocronespodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, guys, and have a great day.